joined here today by Rose Leonard, Head of Distribution and Customer Relationship Management at Zurich. Zurich is one of Ireland's largest providers of administration services for employer pension schemes. We're constantly hearing about the pension time bomb. What, in your opinion, are the challenges facing the economy when it comes to pensions? I feel the biggest challenge facing the economy when it comes to pensions um, is the changing demographics. People are living longer, not necessarily working longer, but they are living longer. And I suppose when you look at the cost of that then to the state, so today we have about five people working for every one person retired. In about less than 40 years time, we probably have about two people working for every one person retired. So that's going to put a big financial burden on the state. Uh, ultimately on the taxpayer themselves and that's a huge challenge so people are, are living a lot longer they're going to need a lot more money in retirement but they haven't started to save earlier and we have to address that problem now and what is the solution then to this problem the solution is that people have to accept responsibility themselves and start saving earlier and um, my advice to to employees now would be to join their pension scheme as early as possible. People need to develop the habit of long-term saving really from the age of mid-twenties. Do you think the pension landscape then needs to be reformed and simplified and if so what measures do you think could be introduced? I think it does need to be reformed and simplified. It's something that the Pensions Authority are looking at at the moment. There's a lot of rules and regulations regarding uh, pension funds, a lot of different taxation rules regarding different types of pension funds at the moment. Um, so it would help if the whole landscape was, was simple. At Zurich, for companies, we offer a bundle solution to them. And what I mean by a bundle solution is that they tend to place their, their pensions administration with us, their investment with us. Um, and other aspects of the pension scheme with us. And that can make, mean that the pension scheme can run very effectively and very cost efficiently. We use an independent broker then to independently review the scheme every three or five years. And that to me is a very good model. In Zurich, what we tend to do is place an awful lot of emphasis on communication. And we place an awful lot of emphasis on the scheme members themselves, so the employees of companies. And really our, our mantra when it comes to pension schemes is communicate, communicate and communicate. And we use lots of different ways and methods of communicating. So we, we take the approach that, you know, it's different strokes for different folks. Some people like online communication. Some people like the printed material. A lot of people we find like the face-to-face -face meetings with us. So we're prepared to go into companies and do uh, presentations on site. We can do them at times that suit the company and their employees. So it could be at lunchtime, mornings, afternoons, you know, different depending on how the company works. We place an awful lot of emphasis on talking to the members themselves and making sure that they understand the pension scheme. So it's really a case of listening to the members and, and getting feedback from them. Listening to the members, getting feedback to them, making sure that we speak in plain English to them. Um, that they understand what the company is providing for them. Bear in mind, companies don't have to provide pension schemes, so when they are providing them, it is an added um, incentive. It's, an, it's a piece of your remuneration package. Very often, the company could be contributing 5, 7, 10, 12% um, of your salary into that pension scheme. So it's important that the employees appreciate that and understand the benefit of it. Do you think people are switching off from the conversation because they think the topic of pensions is too complicated? It is true that a lot of people haven't engaged in the conversation at all. Um, part of it might be because it's a little bit complicated. I think though that 
you know, when you look at people who haven't engaged, it's, it tends to be more younger people who don't engage. People start getting in interested in pensions when they reach the age of 50 or over. And to be honest, that's a little bit too late because what you're trying to do, if you retire, you know, at the age of 60, you could live for another 30, 35 years beyond that. So what you need to do is provide a replacement income for those 30 years. To do that, you need to be starting to save long term at the age of, of early 20s, 25, that sort of age. Um, I think what's probably more in people's minds is that they just don't want to think of their old age. People think that they will never get to the age of, of 60. Um, but of course, most people do. Most people do survive and have a good long retirement. And what we need to do is uh, encourage people to think about it earlier. That brings me nicely on to the discussion around the millennial generation. Why should they be planning now for their retirement? There are only about a third of people in the private sector have pension schemes at all. And actually, when it comes to younger age groups, when it comes to people in their 20s, it's very, very low indeed. Most people in their 20s are not in a pension scheme today. Um, so they need to start preparing because those people are going to live longer again. In the last 20 years, on average, people are living about a five years longer. Um, and that trend looks as if it's going to increase, you know, with, with medical science improving and so on. What we're not seeing is 70-year-olds or 80-year-olds going back to work, and I don't think we should expect that. It's, it's reasonable to expect in your 70s or 80s that you should have, that you would want financial security, and that you're entitled to it. You've worked, you've worked all your life, you should feel entitled to it, and that's okay. Preparation has to be made for it, though, and people um, in their 20s really need to put time aside to understand the uh, cost of pensions long term and then just develop that habit of long term saving. It's, it's a bit like running a marathon. You know, you might say, I would like to run a marathon, but if you do, you need to start training today. What does the future look like with regard to state pensions? I mentioned earlier about the proportion of people working relative to those retiring is going to reduce substantially. We expect it to reduce substantially um, over the next 30 years or so. And think about the cost of that and think about the implications of that. At the moment in Ireland, as a result of the ageing population, the number of people receiving state pensions is rising by about 17,000 people each year. The cost of that is close to a billion euro extra every five years. So the cost of increasing at the moment at 17,000 people is about a billion over five years, a billion euro over five years. Probably one of the things that people don't appreciate today are the great tax advantages that are aligned to pensions at the moment. And it's a good reason why people should start early. And what would those be? People get full tax relief on their pension contributions. So if you're contributing at the 40% rate, you're going to get 40% reduction on your, on your pension contribution going in. And in company-sponsored pension, schemes, the, the employer is making a contribution as well. So it's important to avail of those contributions. In addition, there are tax reliefs available on the investment funds and some of the benefits can be taken tax-free as well. So there are huge taxation advantages for employees today to avail of pension schemes. At Zurich, we put a lot of emphasis on that when we're talking to members. We find that people don't always grasp them. Um, and you know, going back to what I said earlier, it's important for companies like Zurich to keep our message simple and I feel that's something that we're very strong at. Rose, there is a lot of emphasis on the governance of pension schemes. Could you talk to me a little bit about that? Yes, the Pensions Authority have issued codes of governance directed at trustees of pension schemes. 
Um, I think they're right to do so. Really what they're trying to do is emphasise to uh, trustees and pension providers the importance of transparency around uh, pension schemes and transparency around their decision making and how they how they manage the pension schemes and how they arrive at key decisions on pension schemes like selecting funds and so on for people to invest in. Um, bear in mind in pension schemes what trustees are doing is they are looking after other people's money. They have to act in the best interests of the people in the pension schemes. Um, so I think the Pensions Authority are right to put emphasis on, on, on that um, and make sure that people are properly equipped um, and have the knowledge to look after pension schemes. So if you take an organisation like Zurich, we have pension, a lot of pension specialists with 60 administrators um, in our office here. Most of them are qualified, have specific pension qualifications um, and are equipped to do that. We have an investment team, we have a team of, of people at the front who are, who are specialists in communicating your pension schemes and that's very very important. It's not something that, that can be done lightly so I think the Pensions Authority are right to give guidelines to trustees to help them do their job. Auto enrolment has been discussed many times. What's your opinion Rose on auto enrolment? Effectively, uh, when we talk about auto-enrolment, what we're talking about is, um, you know, the question, should we have a universal retirement scheme in Ireland whereby employers would automatically enrol their employees into this scheme? And this has been discussed at length in Ireland. Um, the OECD, the Organisation for Economic Cooperation and Development, did a report for the government in this a number of years ago. And I think the consensus amongst the industry, amongst the government and other bodies is that there should be a universal retirement scheme whereby members would be auto automatically enrolled. And the reason, you know, it comes back to some of the things I said earlier that uh, people in their 20s, 30s don't really want to think about retirement too much. They don't put time aside to think about it. And the benefit of automatically enrolling people is that you would be contributing, you would be saving long term. Um, and you would have no option, if you like, but to save long term. Um, you would develop that good habit at an early age. So that would be that would be the benefit of doing it. It would also, you know, we asked a question earlier, is the state scheme sustainable? Um, with 17,000 new pensioners coming on year after year after year, that number set to increase in future years. I think we agree that it probably isn't sustainable. So something has to be done about it. And, you know, we have to accept responsibility ourselves for saving long term. And the benefit of a, of a universal state scheme whereby we would be automatically enrolled into it is we would be encouraged to develop that habit and a facility would be there for us to develop that habit of long-term savings automatically. Accepting that a universal automatic enrolment scheme is inevitable, how can we make it easier for employers? In Zurich, we keep our interaction with employers as streamlined as possible. For instance, we have a group payroll management system whereby the payroll official for the company can send us um, the monthly contribution data automatically to us each month and it goes directly onto our administration system. It's a very secure and streamlined way of sending us data. Where We keep the investment choices simple, provide a lot of online backup, a lot of on online communication as well. Uh, we're prepared to put that onto the employer's intranet site if they want. So we work with employers to make it as streamlined and as easy as possible for them to provide a pension scheme for their employees and kind of keep the costs low from an employer perspective. And finally, what advice do you have for those thinking about starting a pension today? I would say start today. So 
again it's a bit like the marathon the first kilometer is always the hardest one to run but you've just got to you've got to do it well that brings us to the end of this edition of the zurich life podcast so thank you rose for your time and to our listeners for tuning in for more information on our pensions visit zurichlife.ie thank you again from rose and myself and we hope you will join us again for the next zurich life podcast Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.